0: That caterpillar went to cocoon, do you get me? I feel that verse from Master on Tyler's Call Me If You Get Lost is a perfect summarization for Tyler's entire music career and life so far that he's displayed for us on, of course, his music. And uh, Call Me If You Get Lost is Tyler being his most transparent with his fans. I would say this is Tyler, the creator. This is based on his actual life for, you know, the most part of his career, if you've been a fan of him since 2009, Bastard, going onward, he uses his outer egos to drive his creativity and to drive the storylines in those albums with a touch of reality, of course, from him, his boys, whatever else he may go through. We've seen this with Dr. TC, Troncat, Wolf Haley, Igor, and you know some minor outer egos here and there that will pop out, but those are the main ones. And being able to see his transition from that point to where he is now is a big middle finger to the music industry and anybody who doubted him. It's a big fuck you. He's in his lyrical bag, vivid lyricism, luscious productions. And then we get stuff like Lemonhead, for example, distorted 808s with just fucking amazing I'm not gonna sit here and just keep describing the music but you get the idea behind Call Me If You Get Lost how it sounds and the victory lap that he's on and I feel Massa is um, I go to this track I go back to this track a lot because again this is a part of the album that is different from the rest for the most part track one through six he's just talking his shit highlighting how good his life is and everything and you know again proving to everyone that I made it here fuck y'all But Massa takes a bit of a 180, and I could even see it as far as the tracklist placement, how it's sort of in the middle of the album, not so much where he's depressed, but besides everything that's been going good for him, whether it be his golf brand, millions of dollars, festivals, millions of dollar music career, millions of dollars, Grammys, accomplishments, you get the idea that Tyler, the creator, is still going through things as a man as a boy that blossomed into the man. And for the simple fact that all this money he has, and he still has to grow like us, he still has to grow like other human beings. So he's not positioning himself to where he's living a completely different life that's unrelatable. And that's something that he does incredibly well on this track is, I'm just like you. I still have things that I have to deal with that me and you, you know, him and his fans will relate to. Um, You know, of course, highlighting the fact that he's had to have um, hairline surgery because his hair was receding in his early 20s, which is an uncomfortable insecurity for someone being young. And another part of the song that caught my ear is basically how his mother was homeless in a shelter when Yonkers was blowing up. And not too many artists are going to, you know, highlight the lows of their lives, especially when they're hot, rocking designer. You got blogs you know, writing music about you, but you're still not able to support your family. You know, that was a that was a bit of a punch to the gut listening to that bar. Like, all right, again, it's a victory lap, but you're going to tell us both sides what it took to get to this point. And, you know, dealing with that, seeing the different, I wouldn't say personas, but every Tyler the Creator album, is different. You're going to have your favorite ones, but how varied they could be going anywhere from Wolf to Cherry Bomb was a bit like, whoa, what's going on here? And then him going from a boy to a man, experimenting with the different sounds, experimenting with what's going on in his life as well is a reflection. It's a reflection on what he's going through and translating it into his music. You guys follow me with this? And again, um, this track stood out, sounds great as well. That's because it's raw. It's raw Tyler, the creator, before he goes back into his talking his shit. And this isn't a track that's based on racism. But of course, the track being called Massa is a callback to slave masters and slaves, slavery in the 1700s of America, so on and so forth. But going through the lyrics, again, there is no... Racist content. It's mainly about him, so I guess the connect, the connection I get from this would being his slave master, being the insecurities and obstacles that would be on his way, and Tyler emphasizing the fact that his legs are long enough to go over them and continue to push towards his goal is um, how he does that wordplay. And of course, Tyler the creator, as he continues to progress in life, get to a better position. People close to him doing drugs, him dealing with that fact, seeing the fact, you know, he makes the runny nose comment to emphasize that all these motherfuckers on coke. I can't be chilling with them. I'm definitely in a whole different lane from you guys. Regardless that he is a multimillionaire and successful in his young twenties, he is continuously getting mentored by Skateboard P, Pharrell, who else? And that he is still a nerd at heart. Loves music, loves everything about it and has stayed true to who he is to get to this point. And I would definitely not um him ranting off about just where his money goes, but he makes a call back to the potholes within his area, which of course he has a song and a flower boy in potholes, but him being in the eight-figure mark and still wondering where the hell does all my money go with the taxes? (laughs) I feel you, Tyler. We all paying taxes. I know you're getting taxed more than me, but yeah, we have no fucking idea where this money is going, but we sort of get the, uh, um, you know, we know the corruption that goes around here. And now that he's in a, in this position that he's worked so hard for reflecting on, yo, what's going on around me and not just so much about my life anymore. Cause His family is now good. Everything in his life is now good. And for him to sort of, you know, start having an economic approach to his environment. I wouldn't say economic. Yeah, yeah, economic approach to his environment continuously. We see him growing better mentally. Get the idea? I know you catch me on there. And yeah, and then of course, the second part of the track. We talk him, he talks about loving the Rolls Royce a bit. I don't get the hype behind it. Have I ever been in a Rolls Royce? No. Am I going to continuously not get it until I'm in one? Probably. That's how it works usually, right? And then him just living sweet, living life. But again, uh, what I wanted to highlight from all the seven minutes that I've been talking about here, but Tyler being able to be in a position that he is continuously staying relatable, being true about what's going on in his life, the obstacle that he's facing, regardless of how successful he is, and telling you things that, you know, telling us things that we didn't know, such as his mother in the shelter, truly shows how the boy has transitioned, or, you know, the cocoon into a man, butterfly, you can get the idea behind that, and also I just want to talk about the fact that this track is a fucking banger. It's slept on. Like I get it. We'll talk about what's your name, Lemonhead. But massa is severely underappreciated for Tyler the Creator truly being himself. There we go. This is the gist of the episode. Tyler the Creator truly being himself on here. No extra alter ego for a you know storyline-driven point. A musical point. It's just listen. Here's where I am. This is what I've had to overcome. This is what I'm dealing with. And I'm going to continue talking my shit. All right. I'm out, y'all.